0: And welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. This is episode 177, entitled "Reflecting Back on E3 2019," because uh, we'll be taking a look back over uh, you know all the stuff that happened at E3 2019. Uh, we've already done our re- you know our reactions and all that stuff, but uh, it's been a couple weeks. Let's let's think back to, to what's happened. It's not as fresh anymore, um, but we'll be talking about a lot of other stuff, uh, some news uh, things that's happened over the last couple weeks um but i am not alone my name is steve uh but i am joined by a regular podcast crew of barry hey barry how's it going hey steve great to be here yes great to be here as well and uh joining barry and i is greg hey greg Hey, everyone. Uh, looks like I missed a memo on a Zelda shirt tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. I yeah. didn't even notice that. That's, yeah. that's funny. Um, yeah, this is one of my new shirts, actually. Like I uh, I picked that up uh, not not too long ago. I, I don't feel like I've actually worn it on a podcast yet. Um yeah. Even though I've, I think I've had it for maybe two or three weeks, but, uh, but yeah, just, it's fresh out of the wash. So uh, I, I <laughs> doesn't it doesn't look yeah. soaping wet, though. <laughs> that's, okay, <Yeah>, that's no. <laughs> I, I, I fresh out of the, out of the, the dry rack hanging to dry. That's what I should say, not fresh out of the wash. <laughs> i think i'm still soaking wet the suds everywhere (laughs) (laughs) If you guys don't turn into the the live show you just listen to the podcast you're missing out apparently um it's uh yeah let's you know lots of things that happen i've been on vacation um the last couple weeks uh i took a trip down to hawaii so i had a lot of time to to play some games a lot more downtime than normal uh so my list of games that i've been playing is actually quite long normally it's like maybe one two games but i actually have quite the list tonight um but i'll go ahead and let's uh let barry go first we've been playing lately barry <clears throat> uh lately um besides the usual i still dragalia
1: lost I, I still really enjoy that game I'm, i can't wait for nintendo to do something with it on the switch some you know put a put a real full-fledged game because they just keep adding stuff and and i like the direction it's going it's just a lot of fun uh Pokemon Go I'm doing my daily stuff but I'm doing it begrudgingly due to lack of space and just uh it's just it's a chore at this point You're not not accepting my gifts though. Uh, I I have no room. <laughs> I have no no inventory room. I have max inventory room on everything and I I just want to go more. It's just uh, it's just a pain really in the you just don't want to be
0: best friends with me
2: i, I see uh, how it is uh, absolutely yeah. that's clearly <laughs> it Steve. he's trying not. to send you a message steve he wants <laughs> you to play torna instead so <laughs> yeah, that's that's I is, you yeah from playing pokemon or dergalia lost
1: is probably finish yeah. finish torna yeah. um no uh and uh, on the switch i i finally did it i finally actually purchased a digital game because i had no choice uh which was uh, cadence of hyrule because Zelda, I have no choice. Um, and if they put out a physical, which I hope they do, bundled with Crypt of the Necrodancer, a la Puzzles and Dragons, um, I would totally buy it again, absolutely, because I had a lot of fun. And uh, I'll be doing a game chat on it, but I really enjoyed that game uh, way more than I thought I would because of the rhythm aspect. But uh, So I did that, and Bloodstain just came today my um, kickstarter edition so i'm really looking forward to playing that um, but until then i've been finishing up everything in final fantasy 14 because Shadowbringers drops this friday and that will absorb my life for the next eight to ten months maybe i don't know we'll see uh, <laughs> we'll see new expansions lots of new content uh lots of you know excitement and uh, the community is all ready for it and our community is all ready for it so I'm, I'm just looking forward to playing with my friends
0: And the physical community is all ready for it. It looks like you said that it's all around New York City, if you can tell. Oh, yeah, Square Square is bumping a lot of money into this game.
1: And hopefully, there's still talks. Maybe 14 will come to the Switch. So that would be really awesome. Uh, Because I think having this, I mean, you can already do it kind of with the Vita. If you play the game on PS4, you do remote play on the Vita, you can actually play it portably. So if you could play it on the Vita that way, you can easily play it on the Switch. even if they did some kind of streaming service or something, uh, that'd be great. So it'd be really nice to see them do that because Final Fantasy and Nintendo have such a you know rich history. Yeah, so Final
2: Fantasy has what, like 7, 9, 10, 10, 2, and like 12 already, I think?
1: On the Switch, yeah, but yeah. I mean... There's yeah. so many systems that have Final Fantasy games. Yeah. I'm yeah. So those are all older games at this oh, point. Well, Final Fantasy 8 is also coming too, and Crystal Chronicles and the Chocobo Dungeon is on the Switch now. It's a spin off. Um so there's a oh Final Fantasy fifteen pocket edition H D or whatever is also on the Switch.
0: Right. Are we getting
1: Oh go ahead? I
2: was gonna say they still need to do four and six. <laughs> yes. Yeah, four, five, six.
0: Yeah, I would say is they, uh, is that um, the remaster of Eight coming to Switch? Yes. Yep, that's cool awesome. okay. too. Cool. So we're just not getting we're not getting the Seven remake. We have no. regular Seven. Well, we're not getting the Seven remake right now. Um, I
1: don't know if it can run well on the Switch, but I don't even know if they know what's going on with that game because it seems like it's going to be two Blu-rays and it's only going to be at the first half of the game as an episode, and that's coming
0: next year. And I don't know. And <laughs> it's not even the full game. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I know that game's big, but but two Blu-rays for only like the first part of it? It's, it's not, not even that crazy. big. The only reason it took three CDs is because of the cinematics. It's not
1: a big game. It, it, in term. It's a big game, but it's not bigger than any other real Final Fantasy game. They're all big games. It's just the cinematics uh, cinematics that took all the space. That and the music. Um, Blu-rays hold a lot more data they're they're trying to fluff up the opening part of the game like really make it a spectacle but who knows i mean if the, the ps5 is probably going to come out next year so you're gonna have part one on the ps4 and then part five two on the, the p uh, it's it's a mess
0: i don't know right and who knows like i mean i don't know uh, like doing it in parts do you think like that could end to, like could they not finish it to, like yeah that's always possible yeah I mean, look, look, at,
1: look at a Shining example, no pun intended, Shining Force 3 uh, on the Saturn. It was done in three parts, and Japan got all three parts, and America got part one, and then the Saturn died. So we never got parts two and three. Uh, so it's like, okay, great. You get one-third of a game. It, I mean, they did Final Fantasy IV. The After Years was done in parts because it was a mobile game. And then when they brought it to the WiiWare, they had it all in parts that you could download and then then when they released it on psp they had it all combined so it's not out of the question for a final fantasy game to be in parts but it, it kind of feels sleazy to take all this time just to release half a game
2: yeah <laughs> yeah that's true greg what you been up to lately well i guess uh no company here like i got plenty of my own list of games i've actually been playing for once so instead of just like oh i just haven't fired up the switch or just been playing this one game called paw patrol or something i actually <laughs> have a number of uh games i've been playing so i'm still i don't always mention it but i'm still doing dailies with the uh, fire emblem heroes and got sucked back into dragalia lost after their crossover events i've still been playing that daily as well i noticed but, i'm so happy <laughs> I almost thought i was able to drop that one but got sucked back in after (laughs) that but um yeah let's go over to the switch so last weekend i um really got my hands on tetris 99 for the first time i participated in that maximus cup thing and that was actually a lot of fun i had a lot more fun than i ever really thought i would with tetris 99 so i got up to rank six in one of the matches so i thought that was pretty good Um, I hit 13, like, a couple times, and then pretty much all across the board. I've never been the first one out yet, though, thankfully. (coughs) So, But I did have some unluckier rounds where I've gotten out, like, around the 80s or 70s or something. But most rounds, i at least passed the half mark at 50. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I have to see how well I did or if I get any gold coins from it. Probably not because I'm sure there's people that have been playing it, like, all day, every day, the entire weekend. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah that was that's the first one um i was also did a little bit more with yoshi i experimented with the co-op i let my daughter play a little bit with me so she wanted to be the pink one and i was like being the blue one um we were just kind of replaying a few of the levels but it was still pretty fun and she had got a kick out of it when we were eating each other and stuff and just (laughs) spitting out and whatnot so we weren't playing seriously or really doing much collecting but it was still fun just to like play around and she actually got a kick out of it. So she's like, Daddy, let's play the Yoshi game. I want to be the pink one. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is fantastic. Yep, so that was really good there. Um, I also had said in the last podcast about Cuphead, I did the first like level and a few bosses or something, and that game is very intense. Much harder than I was thinking it was going to be. <laughs> yes, but, it is. <laughs> um, still, I think I'm pretty much enjoying it so far, but it still needs a lot more time with it, I think. But yeah,
0: yeah. I think that's I think just, the, uh, yeah. the uh, I actually, I been playing a little bit of Cuphead as well. And this is the first time playing <laughs> it. And the playthroughs that I've seen online make it seem so much easier than what it is. Like the people that know <laughs> what they're doing, like, Oh, I, the first few levels should be a pretty a, a breeze. I've seen people play those over and over. And then you actually play them yourself and you're like, Oh, Holy crap! This is harder. <laughs>
2: yep. So I keep thinking like the gun will do like more damage, but it doesn't do much damage at all. <laughs> no. So that's why I ran into again like, the first boss like that huge slime thing. It was like it had to take me a couple times because wasn't sure if I was really even damaging it or what. So <laughs> yeah. Um, I also started playing. Uh, Twelve is the new six. It was a review game I got. Mm-hmm. Four or five months ago, that I kind of neglected. I'm um, actually not a big fan of that one, from what I've played. So it's like a kind of like a top-down, like Zelda-esque dungeon thing with like a Wild West theme to it. Mm. So you kind of go around and having to like kill like some bandits and whatnot. And I don't know. I, I found the controls very difficult to get used to because like I. Would say like oh press and hold A to pick up the weapon. I would do that, and then he would never pick it up. So I don't know what was going on. So I was forced to try to use the knife to kill all these guys with guns, and you can imagine that's <laughs> can be very difficult.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that sounds about right. Like from what we learned on our last podcast, you you prefer the the knives and the swords over guns. So yeah, first, yeah. <laughs> it's much harder when the one hit kills you and you have <laughs> to stab them like three times with the
2: knife. It's not exactly a fair fight. I can't throw the knife. Oh, that's, that's too bad. Well, <laughs> cool. Anything else? No, I think that's about it this time around. I was trying out some new games and
0: finally got some time to play through some of them. So Cool. Cool. Uh, let's see. Jakester, uh, what's he been playing? He said, uh, Hat in Time. He's been playing that. I am actually not familiar with that game. Um, but he said he really enjoys it more than Odyssey. Um, so it, it seems like you know what it is. Uh, Barry, what's, what, what's that game all about? It's uh, like a 3D platformer. Okay. Um,
1: it, it looks kind of like, like Mario 64 style, and I've heard very good things about it. But I've just been waiting for a physical release. But, yeah.
0: Okay. Cool um yeah i don't know why i hadn't heard about it um let's see uh i already talked about cuphead i played cuphead for a little bit um i did get a little frustrated by it i i finally just had to put my controller down and say you know what? I'm, I'm moving on to something a little easier um and so i um yeah i have not spent that much time on it but it is at the point where it was almost it, it's it's borderline too difficult to where like I wouldn't say it's like too too difficult, but it's borderline at that that point of difficulty where I was like, ah, did I waste my money on something I can't even get past like the first several levels on? Like that would be really annoying if it was. So I I think I still have like confidence in myself. I can eventually get past it, but it's going to take some some both like you know work playing it but also like mental work to like not get <laughs> too frustrated um and just want to throw the controller um let's see what else uh i played pokemon go um so i did take uh, on vacation and so i caught a lot of different stuff that um that uh spent a lot of time in the airport on the way back and so we had like a bunch of delays and layovers um in the san jose airport on saturday and so i pretty much had pokemon go open like most of the time because i had a a pokestop and a um i'm forgetting what it's called the the tower um like right by uh a gym where I was sitting, a gym right by the way where I was sitting. And so um I just like keep spinning, spinning and spinning over and over again and won a raid battle while I was there by myself because it was a low um low difficulty one and um took out you know some other gym leaders at one point and just kept playing at the same time that I was also playing Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. I finally finally booted it up, um, took it out of the the plastic and brought it on my trip with me and everything. And so, um, yeah, I got quite a pretty far in that so far. You're enjoying that one. You know, I, I have mixed feelings about it. Um, I think in a lot of ways, I like a lot of things about it. So I like that it, uh, I like that you can see the pokemon um that you don't have to come into random encounters with them i mean some of them still like will come for you um but at least you can try to avoid them and and so i don't feel like like the pacing is faster because of that um which is which is good for for someone that that sometimes gets annoyed by the pacing of some of the pokemon games that's good i think the pacing being faster um but there's some things that that I don't really like about it. And I haven't tried it because I just I've just played it handheld, but I've heard that you can't play it with the Pro Controller, um, and that's that's unfortunate. Um, right now, I'm enjoying it on the go. I think it's a great experience. I'm used to playing Pokemon on the go, so that's fine. Um, but it would be nice to be able to dock it and play it with my um, Pro Controller. It is much easier to play that game handheld. If you dock it,
1: you have to use either the Pokemon the Pokeball Plus or a Joy-Con. And using a Joy-Con isn't bad, except when you go to catch because you have to actually throw. And sometimes you go to throw and like it, it, it registers as just an angle, and it goes flying the other way, and it's like no, that's not where I was trying to. Whereas like the handheld, you can just kind of go boop and push a button. Uh, so it's much easier to catch while playing uh, handheld, but.
0: Other than that like the battles and stuff are fine on the yeah the TV cool yeah I'll probably I'll probably stick to handheld for the most part I think it it was weird for me to to catch Pokemon like that because I was used to encountering them like you had to you know work the weaken them and then throw the pokeball um and everything so it was it was weird to just encounter it like like in Pokemon go and just be able to to throw it um, but I do like that I don't have to like <laughs> like flick um that that was a good move to just be able to aim and push the a button is fantastic because uh flicking and trying to aim i would i'd waste pokeballs all the time um but i waste a whole lot less and and let's go um and there's just there's certain things that i that i think are weird um and i found this with the case with one other game uh that i played this week too is that the the controls are they don't make sense with with the screen like clearly they use touch controls because you can interact with Pikachu or, or Eevee or your, your, Pokemon, you can play with them and stuff like that. Um, but that's the only time like I can't choose things on the menu or anything like that with a touchscreen, which I was like, that, that seems like to just be an oversight in my, cause like it would have been faster just to move through what I need to do instead of having to use the the joystick to kind of, find my way through the menus, which is fine. Um, if you don't have a touch screen, it's perfectly fine. But since you have a touch screen there, I'm like, why can't I just tap on what I want to do? Um, cause clearly you've worked touch controls into this cause I can interact with my Pokemon. Um, but things like that, it's just kind of weird. Um, I think. But uh, but overall, I'm enjoying it. I, th- I think the faster pace is, is actually it's cool. I'm, I feel like I'm moving through the game a lot faster than I would uh, a typical Pokemon game, which is which is cool because I do want to get a lot done um, before uh, sword and, and shield come out. And so I feel like I'm, I should be able to make it through this game pretty quick, at least enough where I feel comfortable moving into just sword and shield.
1: You should be able to finish it. But you know, once you finish it, then there's of course completing your Pokedex, shiny hunting. Um and then of course there's when you beat it there's a hundred and fifty one trainers or maybe 153 because of meltan um and each of those are like experts in their particular pokemon so you can challenge them but you can only use that corresponding pokemon so like the ev one you have to use it's ev versus ev and the tentacruel one it's tentacruel versus tentacruel so you have to get you know if you want to challenge you have to get all 151 you got to level them all up and then you gotta um go for that and you get like titles and stuff for doing it um there's also a couple extra challenge battles um like the the legendaries are in there as well as uh you could fight green and you could find re- uh, fight red as well as blue. So it's really cool to see all those characters like this takes place after
0: um red, blue and green took place. That's cool. Yeah, I just en- encountered uh blue um not too long ago actually. So like I didn't get to fight him or anything but no, no, I, got to, I got to encounter him um yeah just not too long ago so that kind of gives you an idea maybe of where i am um still pretty early on but you know i feel it. like i am moving moving unless, pretty quick though you get the connection with pokemon go so you could take your pokemon yeah go so i haven't know. made it to that what's it called fuchsia city or something yeah whatever um i haven't made it to that that area yet um but i have like done the initial connection and everything which was not entirely intuitive I had to look up like how you actually connect and and it says like online and everything but it was it wasn't completely it shows it in the game when you get to that point oh okay there's no point connecting before there's no point before that yeah that makes sense So. so all right uh what else did i play i played um a game called uh trooper brook um which i think is also on steam i can't remember if it's on other systems as well but it came out uh was it back in April, I think. Um, and it's a, it's a weird game. It's like a, it's kind of like a point and click, but it, you also move around in it. And that's the game where I feel like the controls are just a little bit off. It's weird. Um, it's just a weird game in general, in general, but, but, uh, but the controls kind of throw me off and I'm not enjoying it mostly because I don't, I don't think it controls well. Um, but it's a, it's an interesting game. Um, I played a game called Super Phantom Cat. Uh, which is a uh, a platformer, very 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 simple platformer, and it, it's fun, but it's incredibly simple. And uh, but I got a review copy of that, and so I'm playing through that, and uh, also playing through a review uh, copy of Blazing Bleak, Blazing Beaks, um, which is uh, a twin stick um, shooter kind of game, but it's also Oh um I forget the what what you call it um what's the the name of a game like um they kind of it's respawn it's a roguelite um I roguelite like. game and uh so it, it's difficult um I've, i didn't realize how difficult this game would be either um so i played it for quite a while and i get to all the way through to like the the boss battles and i end up dying in the boss battles and you have to like start all over again from the very beginning of those and it's and every every time it, it regenerates a, a brand new level and so you can't there's no way of you know learning you know things you just gotta you gotta beat it all the way through um so it's it's a challenge i think the the cool, thing about that game is it can also be played in like a tournament mode um with you have like uh, four local players and i think that that's the real fun in that game but i've only played it single player so far um also played some feather um which is not really a game at all you're just flying around and it's it's interesting but yeah that's about all i gotta say with that um and uh and before like any game, but because I tr- went traveling and everything, I picked up a new case because um, you guys know I had the, the Zelda case that I think all of us got when we bought um, Skyward or not Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild um, and everything. But I, I needed a smaller case that I could just kind of throw in my bag that wasn't as thick. And uh, so I got this one. It's the game traveler, uh, slim travel case. Um, and so it's, it's really, really thin and it comes with, uh, like a, a cartridge thing where you can put like four of your game cards in it um, slides right in the side there. And uh, yeah, the, the switch just slides right in uh, joy cons attached. There's no room for anything else. Um, but when you just want yours and, and a couple cartridges to go with you, it was like 10 bucks, like less than 10 bucks at, at Walmart. So um, I do recommend it. It's, it was cool to, cause it doesn't take up very much space at all, but it protects your, your switch. So um, yeah, I had a little experience with that as well. So, like I said, Barry, I was telling you earlier, I've been playing a lot more games recently. <laughs> so, I'm um, happy yeah. to see that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I definitely didn't have the uh, the no time, Barry. Uh, you know, rubbing off on me. I'm I'm really
1: out. surprised that that neither of you picked up Cadence of Hyrule. I'm
0: really surprised at that. Really? Yeah. It, it it's not really my thing. Like, although, and we'll we'll talk about that in just, just just a second. Like, what we saw, what I saw at E3 and all the gameplay and everything. It now that I've seen it played, it does intrigue me more than the first time I saw it. But it's still it, it's still not my thing. I don't would, think I would enjoy it. Would Would it
1: help you to know that you can turn the rhythm parts off of it, so you yeah, don't have to move in a beat? But,
0: but I don't know. Like, is it is it still the same though? Like it was built around that. It's I feel it, like,
1: everything moves when you move. Then so you can stop and take a moment and think what you want to do. If, yeah. As opposed to got to keep, because there's real no the, the penalty for not moving during the beat is that you lose your combo meter. Like you lose your, your boosted uh, damage. So you want to try to keep the beat going. And there are some challenges where, like, there'll be a chest, and it'll have, like, a skull on it, and it's locked. And the way to unlock it is to defeat all the enemies in the the arena. And then sometimes you'll find uh, another one of those chests that has a little bit more to the skulls, like a bigger skull. And not only do you have to defeat all the enemies on that screen, but you also have to do it perfectly, meaning you can't get hit and you can't miss a beat. And it, it really becomes its own game in a sense. And it's like, it's like playing A Link to the Past, but you start getting into the rhythm and it's, and it's all amazing Zelda music. Um, if you like A Link to the Past or any 2D Zelda, um, you really owe it to yourself. Like, this, yeah. this was way better than I thought it would be. The, and it's,
0: it is roguelike too. So Okay. The, the music was, was one of the things that, that almost set me over. At one point, I was like, oh, I love just having that in the background, but I could easily just, you know, like turn it on Twitch or YouTube and have someone else just play it in the background. I can just listen to music. So, (laughs) well,
1: what's nice about it is it's always randomly generated too. So like when you boot up the game, your version of Hyrule will look different than my version of Hyrule. Um, like, kakariko Village and the Gerudo Village and stuff. They'll be in different areas. Like it will be in a different area. Um, and the map shows you like things like if you're looking for a piece of heart, like it's not like oh where is this? Like it'll show you once you get like certain items. And you when you die, you lose like all your rupees and, and uh you lose most of your equipment, but you keep your weapons, you keep all like the Zelda armor, like the like the boomerang, the hookshot, the bombs, the bow and arrow. The power gloves the ice rod the fight like there's so many zelda items you get in this game you keep all that so you're constantly making progress there's, the warp system is super easy to use and the uh it's very generous in the sense of like once you find like a fairy area you can warp to it anytime like oh i'm getting low warp there and warp back no penalty at all um i think mm-hmm. i really think you would enjoy it i wish there was a demo
0: yeah i think if they come out with the demo i'll definitely try it for sure but uh but yeah i think i i do need to get some ex- some experience with it because i don't think it'd be something i enjoy because of the mechanics but but a demo could prove me wrong for sure yeah i
1: didn't play Crypto of the necrodancer either so i went into this 100 blind and i came out
2: pleasantly surprised hmm. yeah, i was gonna say my biggest thing is like the rhythm thing i've never really played like rhythm games so i don't I feel like I would get a penalty all the time because I have to figure out well they they sent they do a calibration at the start
1: so you have a calibration so it gets like like all right there's a little bit of lag and all that stuff but it's just it's not like all right it's not like rhythm like guitar hero where like oh I've got to quickly hit these buttons and then these buttons it's just moving to the beat of the music so the beat is always constant it never changes unless you hit like there's um platforms on like buttons you hit these buttons and like you'll up the tempo or slow down the tempo for a short bit. Otherwise it's always the same beat. So you're just constantly moving everything. And like to attack, it auto-attacks. So like if an enemy is in front of you, you put, go into the enemy and you automatically swing your sword. So you automatically will attack. So you don't have to worry about the button push. The buttons are only for your items. You have four items on your, your face buttons. But you're just you're just constantly moving. And everything else moves in accordance with you, and it, it just works. But it's just one beat. It's, mm-hmm.
0: That's all it is. I so. feel like I don't know, Greg. Like I, when I hear that, like I feel, I feel like it almost get boring. Like, Uh because it's the same thing over and over and it auto attacks, like I didn't realize it auto attacks. I was like, if I had to like move and attack, that at least keeps me on my toes. But if I'm just moving the same rhythm all the time, like, even though it's great music, like, I still feel like, uh, like that mechanic would kind of get like, okay, I played two or three levels. Like, all right, I'm ready to put this one down and move on. Like I couldn't say, see a long play session with that same mechanic over and over and over again. Well, it's quick. It's like a probably six, seven hour
2: game. So it's just five dungeons. I okay.
0: haven't really been one for
2: like forced movement either, but at least for a Zelda
0: game. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Well, hopefully they'll come out with the demo. And yeah, well, I'll definitely try it then. Um, All right. So we're going to move into kind of some new discussion as we normally do. Um, But if uh, just before we move into that, I would do want to remind you if you're new to the Nintendo Fuse uh, podcast, make sure you subscribe on whatever um, thing you you listen or watch Um, especially if you're out here on youtube make sure you hit that subscribe button hit the bell uh, leave us a like um, leave us a comment what you think and everything Um, but if you listen to it on on your podcast app of choice uh, later be sure to subscribe there and if you have the option uh, to leave a comment that'd be awesome as well and be sure to share it with other nintendo uh, fans that you know Um, also follow us on social media we're at nintendo fuse on facebook instagram twitter we got a discord um, that's also going to be in their show notes and everything so be sure to check that stuff out as well. Um, and we are every other Monday night um, live on YouTube. And so if you want to join in the live show, join in the chat room. We've got some chat going on already uh, about what we're talking about tonight. Um, so if you uh, join in live, you can actually join in the live discussion um, as it goes every other Monday. So uh let's let's move into a little bit of reflection time about <coughs> E3 2019. Um so uh let's let's talk about some uh some of the uh the things that were first like because last podcast we we talked a lot about our reflections about the the direct uh mostly about some other things as well. Um since then they they've also they ended uh E3 uh the their Treehouse Live with um, an indie focus on that Thursday. Um, So they showed off more of Cadence of Hyrule. They showed off Overcooked 2 uh, DLC. Um, They showed off Dauntless. They showed off uh, Sakuna um, of Rice and Ruin. Um, They showed off Hollow Knight uh, Silksong. They showed off uh, Ukulele and the Impossible Lair, and Rad and the Dark Crystal Age of, Re- uh, Age of Resistance tactics um, as well. Um, but they, they showed off several games that we knew about already on that Wednesday. So kind of just thinking back um, about uh, E3, what are, what are some of the, the high points Um, That you're like, you know what? This this was so awesome about E3 that I'm still thinking about it to this day. Uh, Greg, anything that you kind of just like? Wow, I can't believe that we saw this. I heard about it, and you still can't get it off your mind.
2: Um, Definitely, Link's Awakening Dungeon Creator thing. (laughs) (laughs) I've been like super excited for that just because it's obviously all falls in line with Mario Maker. So like being able to do that with Zelda, that's just so incredible and. And I already have the Amiibo pre-ordered, so I can get all that, those bonuses with that. So, yep, that's definitely been one thing that's been sticking to it. I'm super excited for Link's Awakening. Hmm. Cool,
0: cool. Very. Uh, any, anything that that comes to mind that you <coughs> can't shake? It's been so awesome. Uh, definitely seeing Link's
1: Awakening. Just that's my favorite Zelda game. So to see that and just just uh, just warm my heart to to see it brought back into the limelight because uh, it, it definitely got overshadowed by a link to the past prior to it and then of course ocarina of time following it um the segment on cadence of hyrule really won me over like that was like oh my god i can't wait to play this game i really want to play this game uh, so i was happy to uh that one already come true um some of the indie stuff looked really good better than i expected um but yeah i just like i watched a little bit of like the Deminus Machina, and I was like, oh, you know what? I really like this game already. I like the changes. I can't wait for this. And and Astro Chain looked fantastic. That that game's going to be so much fun. And like seeing some Luigi's Mansion... Like the, the problem is a lot of these things I'm sold on already. Don't List looked interesting. Uh, I know it's a, a freebie game. Uh, they also did uh, Elder Scrolls Blades on there, which oh, yeah. I have been... I, I'm, at, I'm at the point now where I'm just doing my daily login and that's it, just because it it's there's a lot of waiting a lot of waiting and a lot of nickel and diming you like it's one of those games where they have like the pay currency and then the free currency and the free currency is useful but it's not as useful as the paid currency naturally and like if you get a chest you got to open the chest and depending on the the color of the chest, you know, bronze, silver, gold, you know, platinum, et cetera, uh, it takes longer. Like a gold chest will take six hours. Or you could spend currency to open. Okay, I get that, whatever. The real kicker is when you get a, a, like a wooden chest and a wooden chest takes a whopping five seconds to open. Okay, that's not terrible. But then you could also pay one of these pay currencies to open it instantly. And it's just like, really, you're trying to nickel and dime you for five seconds? Like, Like, that's ridiculous at that point. Uh it's it's a lot of waiting around. Um there's a lot of good ideas. I'm interested to see how it works on Switch. <clears throat> you know, I'll be able I'll be able to take all my things over, but it's it, there's there's such a thing as a free-to-play game that can grip you like Dragalia Lost gripped me and Fire Emblem Heroes. Um, especially with Greg. But then there's such stuff like this that it's just like, give me your money, give me your money, all your money now.
2: Like you really need it. And it's just uh but. well i mean one of the first mobile games i played was the simpsons tapped out and it was basically oh. like you're building stuff and then like even if it was just going to take 10 seconds they still was like oh you can use the premium currency like just to spend like speed up past two second like 10 seconds and like it's doesn't make any sense why that's there but
1: yeah i mean i think you could even do the endragalia when you build stuff for the stuff that takes like 30 seconds but like, I've never felt the need to do any type of hurry-up in Dragalia, and I've built... I have, like, o- over a 1,000 in my facility level now at this point. Like, I've built so many things, I've done over 1,000 upgrades, and not once have I ever paid for it. Uh, it's just... I don't know. See, to me, like what, what these mobile games try to do is they try to make it that this is your one game to play. Therefore, you you just got to keep going. You got to keep going. And a good mobile game will be one of those that will be... You could pick it up. You could say, oh, I could do a few things right now. And then you're fine putting it down and going about your business and picking it up later in the day. Go, oh, I probably recovered some stamina now. Okay, now I'm going to play it for a little bit. Enjoy it. Put it down. Move on. Um, it's... It's like if this is your only game to play, I feel bad for you. (laughs) Like it's just, it's all about nickel and diming, and that's that's sad. But other than that, I mean, I I watched a lot of the Treehouse, and it was all like, I want this, I want this, I want this. Please come physical, or I want this. so I, the second half of this year looks incredible. It just it's, looks insane. And I'm mad because Merry Maker 2 is one of those things I showed off, and it's coming out this week, and I'm not going to be able to touch it. And I know Greg's going to be sitting there making like a 1,000 levels and be like, Barry, try this, Barry, try this, Barry, try this. And I'll be like, I can't. I'm busy running stuff in 14 right now. <laughs>
0: it's true, isn't it?
2: Keep you us can, all busy. We can take a break and play some of my levels. <laughs> nah, I can't. I missed out on like all my Wii U levels that turned out really good. So
1: I know, and well, that that was that was I really wasn't really playing much on the Wii U. That was the Wii U's problem, not the Switch's problem. No, yeah. I I'll be I'll be able to play it probably probably in a couple weeks. In um, truth and honesty, I want to get through the story. Like like these expansions are the equivalent of a full RPG, but it's social. So uh, I'll I'll get to it. I'm gonna say maybe mid July I'll be able to open up my copy august the latest
0: nice nice well we're going to talk about uh, mario maker 2 a lot uh, pretty soon um but uh but sticking with that yeah i mean what you guys have said I, I totally agree with everything um seeing more of luigi's mansion 3 um sold me even more on the game i think it's going to be really cool i think it's looking really fun um i still i don't know i, I still am not sure what i think about the gooey thing like I feel like I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings. I think it's a cool mechanic, but I also feel like mm, that's kind of weird. Um, but uh, but overall, I, I feel a lot more solid about this game. The more the more that I, I see it, um, and that was cool. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Mar- Marvel Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance three. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I was already hyped for this game. Talked about it on several previous episodes, but I'm even more hyped for it. Um Jakester's talking about uh, Lego star Wars. Um, that's, that's really all he needs apparently. So um, I agree. Lego star Wars is going to be awesome. Um, that's, that's on the list as well. Um, let's see what else. Oh, how could I forget? How could I forget the breath of the wild sequel? Like, Oh my gosh, I still can't believe that my prediction came true. And, And I can't shake like every time someone does an analysis on it. Oh, it's first thing that I'm watching online and just like all the the rumors and and the speculation about what's going on in this story and, and people like having different opinions on, on it all and everything. I just, I'm like eating it up just like almost as much as like, uh, when a new Marvel movie comes out and like people are like analyzing, you know, the, the five seconds of little footage you see in a trailer, like that's kind of like how I, I can't get enough of, uh, of the breath of the wild sequel analysis. Cause I, uh, it's yeah, I'm so excited for that game and so excited to see So where they go with this, um, I think it's interesting. I mean, I, I've I'm so much further <laughs> into my life, but also my gamer life. Um, that I remember when Majora's Mask um, was announced and came out and everything. I was I was excited about that uh, that game getting a sequel, about Ocarina of Time getting a sequel, but but I don't remember like being like, oh my gosh, I have to have that right away. Um, really. really? Yeah, I don't like. I think possibly because I mean, I was still like, I loved Ocarina of Time, like, absolutely loved it, played the crap out of that game. But, but I don't remember what was going on in my life at that time or, or what I know that I, I mean, information is not as readily available as it is. Yeah, but that was so,
1: so crazy during that time because we had two Zeldas to look forward to. There was Zelda Gaiden and Yura Zelda. And it was like, oh my god, we have two new Zeldas to look forward to. Like it was like hype overload, and and obviously Zelda Gaiden became a Joy's Mask, and your Zelda became Master Quest. But it was like, oh my god, like this is insane. And again, like you said, the pre the, the infancy, everything was like speculation all only magazines. And it was like, oh, what's this? What's this? What's this? How could you not be excited as a Zelda fan?
0: I really don't know. I I, I don't. Know. I remember being excited about Master's Quest. I do, but. For whatever reason, like Majora's mask just did not. I think part of the reason, honestly, was because I did know enough about the mechanics. And one of the things that I've never been overly thrilled about in a Zelda game is the trading stuff. And and when I when I realized that you're like trade like there was the masks. And like, oh, they're building a whole game around the masks. And so my young mind, not knowing everything about it, like I I initially like I remember interpreting everything like that way. And that took me down a path of like, I'm not going to like this game and and that's i think why i i must have like just shut that part of my brain off and go oh but i'm going to enjoy master quest but but and so i was excited about that but but i never i'm still not a huge fan of like it's fun but it's um, um majora's mask is not at the top of of my zelda list but on the whole other contrary like this is like Breath of the Wild is one of my favorites. Um, like we talked about like the last podcast. At some point, we probably maybe even need to dedicate an entire like um, episode just to like talk about our favorite Zelda games. But, but Breath of the Wild is definitely up there for me and for it to get a sequel. And it looks even better, possibly, and darker. And there's like this mystery around it a little more than the other one. Like that's that. Yeah, I can't. I cannot shake that for me three at all. So, um yeah any other things uh that that you guys saw that you just like you know thinking back uh toward e3 other other than uh mario maker 2 because we're gonna be talking about that pretty soon <laughs> just like uh yeah anything else that, that kind of comes to your mind you're like you know what yeah we we should we should spend some time talking about this like, positive or negative uh any any reflections uh greg anything? oh negative <laughs> <laughs> well i did happen to read something today about um
2: it didn't want to show like Metroid prime Four like quite yet or something like that. There was something going on where they didn't want to like uh, um, cannibalize. Like actually I think it was Luigi's mansion three is what they, yep. that was the direct quote for it. So I thought hmm. that was very interesting that they thought that those two very vastly different games could be, if there was some mixed reception over that, but I don't know. That's interesting.
0: So is that to say that they do have enough to actually show us? It could just, just be PR bull. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I mean, yeah, you could read into it that
2: way where it's like, yes, like maybe they could have shown something that's not a logo or maybe it was just like they that was their reason just to not show it is because it's not super soon. But obviously Zelda's not that soon, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Very, uh, you said you got some negatives. Lots oh, of negatives. there were so many negatives this year. <laughs>
1: and it, it it really wasn't Nintendo outside of one. The biggest negative I have for Nintendo's presentation was the, um, that stupid Resident Evil thing in the middle, which I have to think <laughs> was Capcom sending them this video and saying, please put this in your direct. And they're like, how the hell are we going to do this? All right, let's make up some BS about how you can play the Switch everywhere. And that's how we're just going to throw this in. Um, but no, like... Every every conference had some real negatives, um, but but none worse to me than Bethesda. I thought Bethesda was was like like. Do you remember the days of like E three two thousand nine two thousand ten when like Konami would put on press conferences and they were like train wrecks? Like that's how this Bethesda was. Like it wasn't as, as big as one million wow or or giant enemy crab or anything like that. But it was Ridge just, Racer,
0: Ridge Racer.
1: It was the. What about it was, Wii Music? <laughs> oh, you know what? Wii Music was better than Bethesda because Bethesda had this paid crowd, or it was, or his employees, and they were just obnoxious. Holy crap, were they obnoxious? And Bethesda was out there proud, showing off mobile games. That's ninety percent of what they showed off was mobile games, and they butchered one of my childhood, like. IPs like one of the franchises I love and old dear to my heart. As a kid growing up with PC shareware, and that is Commander Keen, and they destroyed Commander Keen. Like I'd rather them never touch it again than put out this mobile garbage they're putting out. They destroyed it, and and Ubisoft was up there too. Um, Ubisoft had a lot of. WTF moments the, the the orchestration was nice the TV show was interesting except it's Apple TV only and I also don't watch E3 to find out what's new to watch on TV <laughs> um, uh, Tom Clancy everything I mean uh, you might as well just change Ubisoft to, to the Tom Clancy company at this point The you play streaming service Everyone knows how I hate about digital stuff. Well, streaming is even worse than digital. And and I love the fact that it's on Stadia, so you have to pay 9.99 a month for Stadia just to just to be able to stream and then you have to pay you you play another 14.99 just to stream Assassin's Creed 1 when you could know, just go to GameStop and buy it for like 99 cents at this point. Um, it's ridiculous. Um, I the only thing at Ubisoft that saved it for me was that Gods and Monsters at the end and I was praying praying for it to be some kind of tie-in with Kid Icarus. I still hope they do some kind of tie-in because that was one of my predictions that there would be another collaboration this year and it didn't happen. And I, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. This is it. This is going to be Kid Icarus right here. And it wasn't. And it was like, oh, they missed this opportunity. Um, those two shows were abysmal. Uh, it was just terrible. Devolver Digital was good. I still enjoy that. I love the fact that they're building on a series. Limited it's Run so was weird. It's, it, yeah, you finally got to see it. Yeah. It's so weird and it's so out there and they know it and they just they just have fun with it. And and I think it's brilliant because they just go out there and they just have fun. Um they make it as literally bat crazy as they can and they To me that's awesome. I mean you have a freaking tentacle monster coming out of a person's chest at an E3 press conference. How could you not enjoy that? I mean, come on. That isn't crazy. And, you know, this whole Terminator storyline they're doing, uh, it's its just a lot of fun. Uh, the, uh, what was I going to say? The limited run was actually pretty good, too, except uh, a lot of people don't talk about this, unfortunately. A lot of the games they showed off were fantastic, but they really tried to drop a big bomb at the end and had most of us excited and we found out really what it is at this point and i'm really disappointed they they showed like oh yeah by the way we got star wars and they started showing like all these star wars titles like clips of them and it was like oh my god are they bringing like a star wars compilation to to the switch you know like with the nes star wars and the the snes star wars and like you know, uh, rogue, rogue, uh, rebel assault and X-wing vs. TIE fighter. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is fantastic. And they're like more, more coming soon. And the next thing they showed was like, bounty hunter was getting on the PS4, not the switch, but the PS4. I'm like, okay, what about the other titles? The other titles, they, they listed them and they listed like star Wars, NES star Wars, Game Boy. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I, w- what system are they for? That was the system. They're literally putting out repro cartridges for the NES and for the Game Boy and for the But I'm like, what? (laughs) Like this is a missed opportunity. Why isn't this not coming to Switch? You're literally showing repro cartridges at this point like no right. i don't want repros i can buy them in alien express i can buy for the same price legit cartridges these are not expensive games right they're not like <laughs> games that you can't find anywhere it's unbelievable like this would have been amazing like a switch collection of all these old star wars games would have been um, awesome awesome um but i digress microsoft was pretty good a lot of people don't like Battletoads. I think Battletoads looked fine. I hope it comes to Switch. I hope the new Ori comes to Switch, and the old, the first Ori comes to Switch. Uh, I like the Lego car. I thought that was kind of cool. I hate yeah. the mobile games that they showed off. That that <laughs> Gears Pop thing looks terrible. Um, and and I I'm excited for Scarlet. I think Scarlet. I think Scarlet is the exact kick Nintendo needs. And I hope I hope that Microsoft's been talking with Nintendo, and they they share some of this for for a potential switch pro. I really do. Yeah.
0: I really do. Yeah, well, let's let's talk about that just a little bit because I mean we we have Banjo Kazooie coming to Smash, and we have like all these other you know, the several games that were announced <clears throat> moving over from yep. from my, from Xbox to to Switch. Um, they they're openly talking about this this relationship that they have now, and they're excited about it. Both both sides are excited about it. Um, what what could this mean? What going forward Would we speculated more about um, Xbox Live or Xbox Game Pass coming? to to, to switch in the past, um, but what do you what do you think this could actually mean? I guess for for both Microsoft and Nintendo moving forward. Uh, clearly, we we have no idea. We're speculating here, but um, but we've seen a lot. Like what what could this mean? What do you think, Greg? It's really hard to tell. I mean, does it mean
2: that Nintendo might start producing titles onto the Xbox, or does it? I don't know. I mean, does it mean that like Halo is coming to Switch? I mean. <laughs> Who knows? Right. I have yeah. no idea how this is really gonna go I mean if they really want to take down Sony I mean I think that'd be the one thing to do it <laughs> to have exclusive titles that are not on the PlayStation but I don't know it I'd like it to be like the live because I've heard good things about live and I much rather would prefer a better online ecosystem than Nintendo's uh charging us <laughs> for our own internet but
0: I don't know. It's very hard to say. Yeah. Yeah, very great it brings up an interesting point that I've not thought, thought about. Maybe you maybe you've thought about this before. We've, we're seeing Xbox games come over to Switch. Are we going to see the opposite? Is that going to happen? Nope.
1: That I I really don't think that will happen unless they do something where Project Scarlet is announced as a Microsoft Nintendo system. Like if they come out and say, Hey, here's Project Scarlet, we're gonna call it, you know, something Xbox, but we're gonna make it like the Nintendo Xbox or something like that. Um, that's the only way it's gonna happen. Because <clears throat> Nintendo is in a position right now where they're catching up to the Xbox One. They don't need they don't need to worry they're they're really raking the money they're just like sony sony doesn't need to worry they're in a position microsoft is in a position where they realize the xbox is not doing well commercially and that's why they're putting their games everywhere because it's there's more money like it's one of those things that analysts would have said like oh could you imagine the amount of money breath of the wild would have made them if they put it on playstation 4 like yeah But it wasn't about that. It was about the console sales. Microsoft's like, hey, you know what? Minecraft sells on the Switch. We still make money off of it. That's cool about that. They don't care. And and you have to remember, Nintendo's division is, that's it, their gaming division. That's 100% what they're doing. Microsoft has a whole bunch of other divisions. It's just the Xbox division doing the games. There's... The PC, the Windows, you know, the development, the phone. They've got all these other divisions. Microsoft is a much bigger company than Nintendo. It's worth a lot more money. And according to a list of like the top 100 most valuable brands, Xbox is on that list, and PlayStation and Nintendo were not, which I don't know how that works. But Nintendo doesn't really need to do it. Microsoft, if anyone, needs to do it. And... I think they're in talks. I think something's going to come from it. And what it is, we don't know. It could be something as here's another game or here's the Xbox Live library. Uh, we have Cuphead. We've got Minecraft. we got the Minecraft Dungeons that's coming. That's you know going to be on the Switch. Uh, I'd love to see the Ori games. I'd love to see Rare Replay. Uh, Super Lucky Tales is now coming. That actually was another one that I'm really excited mm-hmm. for after they showed it at the Treehouse. Uh, I did enjoy what I saw of that. Um, so it's hard to speculate because all of this is, again, speculation. It could be right. It could be wrong. It could be anything. So you might as well just go to the moon. Let's, <laughs> you know, just, just give us Rare back. Microsoft's just going to walk in and say, here's Rare's IPs. Have fun. Bye. And just walk out. And that's it's going to happen. I mean, why not?
2: Yeah. It's good a good chance any. And everyone that worked at Rare that was a part of so that, it was that Nintendo
1: Platonic now, and they have a good relationship with Nintendo right now. So
0: that's true. That's true. Yeah, man. I yeah. Who knows? It's it's uh, it's going to be interesting moving forward. And uh, yeah, I mean. I don't think you know. Jake asking you know, would Nintendo ever buy um, Xbox? I don't think they would. Um, I think that's that's a price that is is going to be really, really, really high. Um, number one, but I don't think that's probably in their 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 vision. I don't think they're nintendo's never really been a a buyout kind of company um i don't think that they would change direction just with a with a new um president and ceo and everything but uh i guess stranger things have happened but but i don't think um how about they buy platinum first like that's an obvious one (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because Xbox is actually the, the company that usually goes after all these other companies. They um, the did well, and, a And now they're doing with all the game studios. Yeah. So, like, Probably be the other way around. Like Xboxes or Microsofts probably put out you know a couple ideas. Like, hey, Nintendo, uh, you want to come over here? You want to come over here? Yeah, come over here. And they're probably saying no all the time. Like, hey, you know, can we just start a relationship here instead? Um, But uh, but yeah, I'd actually see the offer coming from Microsoft more than I would from Nintendo. Now, if that's going to happen, probably not. But uh, but I'd actually see that that offer come the other way around instead. So. Well, let's move. Uh, let's move on from E3 um, at least a little bit uh, because uh, something's been going on with uh, with 2K and maybe an NBA game. Uh, Barry, how about you fill us in a little bit on uh, what's been going on with uh, NBA 2K? <coughs> this is a right piece of corporate greedy pieces of crap. That's what
1: this is. <laughs> I'm not a 2K player. I know you are, Steve. I don't know if you've experienced this or not <coughs> in your travels. But they just had NBA 2K19. They just put it on an amazing sale. I think it was like $5 on the Switch. I think it was $3 on other platforms. Awesome sale. Well, that's cool. All 60, like It makes sense. NBA
0: yeah. 2K20 is coming out. Yeah. This is yeah. great. It was very tempting. I almost got it because I have 2K18, but I was like for <clears> like 5 bucks or 3 bucks or whatever. I was yeah. like, maybe I'll actually get it. I don't know.
1: So so I was like, okay, cool. And then the people who got it started realizing, oh, wait a second. When I boot up the game, it has to load. That's fine. Loading makes sense. And they have to watch this commercial for this TV show called Snowfall, which is a commercial about the rise of cocaine in California. Like at the beginning, like in the the 80s and stuff. Great for a Nintendo platform, mind you. Now, (laughs) the, the loading would stop at 99%. And wouldn't hit 100 until the whole commercial aired. And this happened every time. Okay, some people said, you know what? I paid 5 bucks for this game. If I have to watch a commercial, that's fine. It was subsidized to $60 cost. That's not really a big deal. Mobile games do it. You know, ads and games, that's fine, whatever. But if you buy this game, $60, you pay the full price. You still have to watch that commercial every single time. And it's not skippable. Even if you've already paid full price for this game, you now have to watch this commercial for this TV show every time. That is ripe bull. Like, period. That is bull that, that should not be there. You should not have to pay full the price for a game and then have unskippable ads every time you want to play the game. Like that is going down a very, very bad alley that could lead to a lot of like terrible, terrible things like product placing in games has happened uh, sports games. You know, you, you see the ads like no big deal. That's kind of like real life anyway. But but what's next? I mean, mobile games already do it. But again, you, you get them for free, fine. That's your subsidized cost. But you pay $60 for the next Mario game, and every time you jump into the next painting, you're going to watch a 60-second ad for a TV show on TNT. Like, what? what? No, I don't want to do that. I skip c- commercials when I'm fast-forwarding my DVR anyway. Like, no. So, yeah, this is bull. Take two is really really going into ea territory here this is terrible terrible business practice and they need to be called out on it because if they get away with this i assure you they will do this again and other companies will say hey take two got away with doing that maybe we can do that too and get some extra revenue money from from this commercials and then we all have to sit through wonderful terrible ads that we don't care about
0: every time we want to play yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> so Damn. so so ryan just joined us in the chat and he said they're also uh charging a whole bunch of money for uh for haircuts apparently without previewing and and then charging you to go back to the old haircut again too so uh, <laughs> that's <yeah>. terrible <laughs> i didn't even know about that that
1: that that's cd that's almost as that that is about as bad as horse armor from bethesda if you remember elder Scrolls 4 oblivion their dlc you had to pay for horse armor and it was expensive
2: and stupid uh what were you about to say greg I was going to say the day that the more games get ads is the day that I'm not going to be getting new uh, consoles and games.
1: <laughs> well, like I said, it would be okay if you paid 5 bucks for a game. Like if they said, here's the game for 60 or you can get it for 5 but you have these ads. Companies have done that before. If you remember the Gizmondo, they had the smart ads. It was $100 cheaper to get that system. This, you had ads on it. Well, to subsidize the cost, some people will do that. It, it was a failed system anyway, but that's it's been a practice in this industry before but not when you pay 60 dollars for a game not when you bought the game at launch for 60 dollars, played it without the ads and now you're forced to sit through these ads after the fact even though you've bought it at launch you paid full price for the game and you still have to sit through it
2: yeah that's yeah, that's why i try
0: to get a refund <laughs> it's it's ridiculous yeah yeah part of me like when you when you first start talking about it, i'm like you know what that that that's kind of unfortunate that you you bought a game just thinking it was on sale and then all of a sudden you get like oh now i see why it's cheaper and so initially i was like bummed that like i was just like it's built upon as you're explaining it so like like first i was bummed i was like oh man you get like a lesser than game but okay maybe i can rationalize that because it's less money okay no big deal but then the fact that it's an update for every player to like every time, not even just like a one time thing, like uh, oh, it's it's just awful. That, I, yeah, I have nothing to say except that's just awful. And I hope they they you know, maybe it's just a, a time thing. Maybe it's I don't know, how long has it this been out? Like a few days uh, so
1: far or is it I think the update's been I think a week
0: now this update's been out. So I could maybe see <laughs> if it was like a paid product placement sort of thing. You're like, you know what, we're just gonna do it for just a week. Then okay. But like, if there's no signs of it, if it going away, that's awful. But then you also have to take in the fact
1: that the game is rated E for everyone because it's a sports game, and you're that's advertising a really the TV show about the rise of cocaine. Like there might be children, five eight-year-olds that are like, oh, you know what? I'm going to play basketball. I love basketball. I'm going to play this on my Switch. And now they're watching a TV show commercial that would never air on Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network or anything like that. (laughs) It's like, whoa, what are you getting
0: exposed to here? Yeah, yeah. That's a really good point. (laughs) Wow. Like that should change the rating. (laughs) I'm surprised
2: Nintendo can't like block the update because it doesn't sound like they would Allow something like that
0: that that's on all all systems. Well, I guess it technically it falls <laughs> under the uh, the online stuff not officially rated, but that's just that's just stupid. Uh, it's not online though; it's just booting up the game. Well, and this is like it's coming from like, online. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I I don't know. I I agree. I'm just kind of trying to somewhat. I mean, Nintendo Nintendo could still take it off of the eShop and not allow the update. I mean, that's true. I mean, Nintendo could make a,
1: a move like that. I mean, if they do, and then you couldn't play the game online, then you know what's going to happen. Then Take-Two will be like, all right, you know, NBA 2K20? Well, we're going to pull it for the Switch, and now Switch owners won't be able to do that. I mean, we saw EA do it with the Wii U titles when the, you know, Nintendo said, hey, you know what? We're not going to do Origin, sorry. And EA is like, okay, well, here goes
0: our support. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that's really unfortunate. But let's move on to something happier. Because yes. uh, uh, very soon, on July 10th, we're going to get Dr. Mario World coming to our mobile devices. Uh, iOS and Android are going to get it on July 10th. And you can actually, um, I believe you can do a pre-registration, um, I think, for both iOS and Android uh, right now. So you can kind of sign up ahead of time and, and get it uh, pre order the game. Uh, it is free to start. It's one of those kind of games, and um, so yeah, you can go ahead and do that right now. It's just uh, at the Dr. Mario World website, you can pre-registration link and just uh, yeah, just go ahead and pre-order it. Um, but uh, but what I was interested to see is this this is not the Dr. Mario that I thought it would be. Um, it's a different kind of game. It's a, a match four. Kind of game, and it's playing from the the bottom up. So you're like sending these in there, and you control it with touch and lining up uh, the viruses and everything. And uh, yeah, you can bring in the other doctors, of so Doctor Peach and Doctor Bowser and Doctor Toad and many others. Um, they're gonna add more uh, worlds as you go. I think there's five or six worlds at the very beginning, and like 200 stages. But they're gonna add more as you go. Um, but it does seem that's that's the good news. On the other side of it, it does seem to be one of those games that uh, that Barry's not too fond of, uh, possibly nickel and diming us uh, with. Um, uh, what's it, diamonds and some other health things that you can purchase to make things a little quicker and, and all that stuff. It seems very similar to was it Pokemon Quest I think that had s- similar yeah. sort of things um, where you can kind of you can progress through the game like normal, but you run out of lives or whatever, and you have to wait till they build back up again. But you can make that faster and get more into the game if you if you spend some of your hard earned cash. Um, but uh, but yeah, like um, I did I did pre order it or and everything pre ordered. It's free, Um, but I I already did pre-registered, pre-registered for it, and everything. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Um, I'm definitely interested in it. I was never a huge Dr. Mario fan. Um, I just found it a little more challenging of a puzzle game, and I never really, really got into it. Um, I played it, of course, but I, I have friends that are like that's one of their favorite puzzle games, and it was never one of my favorite games. Um, but uh but this one, I think the mechanics changing up do do make it more intriguing to me. Um, but I'm not a big fan of of how they're doing the uh the paid system. It would have been nice to just like kind of buy this game outright. And uh, doesn't seem like that's what they're doing. Very, um, uh, what, what are your thoughts on this? You know, I'm really
1: upset at the people out there uh, that complained about, you know, Super Mario Go being, or Super Mario Run being a, a $10 download, a one time fee, because that was great. I didn't mind paying the ten dollars. I got that game. I really enjoyed that game. Got the whole experience. Loved it. Did there was DLC? It was free. I got to experience it. I really enjoyed that game. But now they're like, oh, I guess people don't want this model. So here you go. And now they're making more money. I mean, Fire Emblem has braked in a, a crap ton of cash, and Dragalia is right behind it at this point. And Mario is like all the way down at the bottom of the list. Uh, and you know, animal crossing isn't doing too shabby either. So it's like, okay, thanks. Thanks. A holes. You know, now, now this is what we get. <laughs> this is what we get. Cause you couldn't put $10 down. Now you're going to spend $150 a month on Dr. Mario gems. Are you happy now? Yeah, could have just spent 10 bucks and been happy. Nope. Nope. Enjoy your empty wallet. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to get it. I'm, I got the pre download thing, whatever, you know, the, the sign up for notification. I'm going to give it a shot. But I I doubt I'm gonna get like really hooked on it. I'm just gonna play it just for, you know. Hey, I I played Doctor Mario World, yeah. Especially with the loot boxes, you want that? that, Want that Doctor Bowser man? You better just keep going and
0: hoping. Uh, that's true. Greg, what's your thoughts on uh, Super, or not Super Mario World? <laughs> that's, the, that's that's keep throw me off. Dr. Mario World. How many times did you get the title incorrect? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I'm going to have to quit. I, I give up. You guys are on your own now. <laughs> I don't know any of these titles anymore. Yeah, I definitely obviously like a pre-registered for it
2: as well, so I'll be looking forward to it. I mean, I really did like it on Game Boy. That was like where I got exposed to it, and I a ton with my sister and we had so much fun just doing some challenges and going back and forth and playing the multiplayer with the link cable. And we had a lot of fun with that. So I am looking forward to this one, trying to see how they're going to do it, but I'm not going to be putting any money in. I still haven't put any money into Dragalia lost. So I kind of know how the gotcha systems work now and not going to be paying for time that I'm saving. So, that's a very bad waste of money and it just really stinks that the mobile market is very reflective of that. So Yeah. I mean Nintendo's just gonna try and do whatever they can to get money and that's <coughs> the idea behind it.
1: Well, one thing I will say about Dragalia with, yeah, it has the same, you know, stamina and the the wings and you could pay to instantly get them back. Is there's also items in the game that will replenish them as well for you. And they give it to you every day. They give you items to replenish that. So if you don't, if you're not going to be playing for a lot and you could stack up these items, you can then play consistently for a long time. And I like that. I like the fact that they're giving you Items in the game to subsidize that cost and that thing. Is it enough to keep playing constantly? No, but it's there and it's it's very generous. You get like like five a day or something like that. Like like it's significant.
2: Yeah, and I hope. Yeah, and that's good. yeah that's how Fire Emblem does too. I mean, you get like a daily stamina stamina potion and refills all the way back up to the top. So, and plus you can use your my Nintendo points on it if you have nothing else to spend them on
0: too. So there's that. Benefit there, that's what yeah. I can spend my, my Nintendo points on. Maybe Doctor Mario. Mario. Um, yeah, I think the the cool thing with this game is because it's a puzzle game, I feel like it's a little more okay because I I can just take it at my own pace. Then I don't have to spend money. Um, the only way, it seems like the only way to, the big reasons to spend money is to play more at a time. And so actually, this may just pace me better. And I won't get sucked in, you know, for hours playing a game on my phone. I'll just, you know, what? I, I've reached my limit for today or for this, you know, this time frame. I'll put it down and move on to something else. Um, and so maybe it's a it's a way of of you know, it's a it's a quality of life thing, really. Like we're, parental we're thinking, control for Steve. There you go, exactly. Because I need Nintendo to uh, to limit my my play times because I I can't do my own. So <laughs> I mean, I know there Nintendo's
2: been. Known for saying that they're trying not to really push a lot for like to make you spend all these on these microtransactions. I think that's why they've been increasing the summoning rates and both Dragalia and Faye and have taken that kind of approach just so you're not trying to be super nickel and dime. They're trying to give you more value for the money that you're spending. Actually,
1: Psy Games, the team behind Dragalia, has come out and publicly stated that they're angry at Nintendo because they want to nickel and dime the players more they want to to be making more money than they are and nintendo is the one saying no be more generous no give them more stuff no do these things so they started doing giveaways and stuff and they actually had said this is courtesy of nintendo like we didn't even want to do these giveaways nintendo's the one doing it and i'm so glad nintendo is in charge of these things because they are keeping it more regulated they are
0: making it better for the players uh Greg, you've been uh, you've been chomping at the bit at the bit like bit. I can't talk. (laughs) Vacation apparently relaxed me too much Um, where my mouth just can't even work. Um, You've been chomping at the bit tonight. Let's talk about Super Mario Maker. So uh, I know you've been you've been just as much of the the analyses I've been watching. (laughs) I keep picking the wrong words. yeah, I've been watching all the the Breath of the Wild two stuff or sequel stuff. Um, you've been watching all the Super Mario Maker two stuff. Uh, what what have you learned there from uh, from all of the the videos you've been watching? What are you excited about? Uh, talk to us about some Super Mario Maker two. All
2: right, so I've been kind of watching through the Game Explained videos. They've done at least three of them. Where they two of them were kind of just like answering fans' questions, just to kind of see like, oh, is this. able to do this with this combination of items and then the third one was just like the them exploring the limits on if you can actually go and how many blocks and stuff you can place within the level so that one was a little bit less interesting at least for me like the block placement but the one thing that really take away from that is they put the ground blocks into a different category for a limit than some of the other like enemies and other types of blocks so you can have like four thousand pieces of block which is basically a half of the entire screen like the whole thing filled with those just ground solid ground if you wanted to so that was definitely appreciated to see that you won't be limited as as much as the first one in that regard in terms of some of their tests the most um, disappointing thing is you won't be able to stack the pipes anymore because you're basically able to have like you like go in one pipe and then you can, if you like overlaid it with a different pipe, you can like come out that like same pipe when you return like back to the main world or sub world, wherever you have the direction coming from. So that's the biggest disappointment is that allowed for some puzzle levels where you like, you have to go try to actually go back in the pipe that you came out of to leave that area or something like initially players didn't really think about that, but Obviously, that as it came more of a technique, it added a lot to the game. So, that part will be missed. Most of the other ones was just like how the sideways swamps work with like a parachute. It just kind of slows them down. But you can't attach it to the Koopa Clown car. Uh, the Koopa car, not the clown car. Um, and you can't stack enemies in the 3D world style, which is also kind of an interesting take. Instead of like Cat Mario, might have been able to like climb the stack or something, but. I guess they didn't want to allow that. So it's just a lot of different things that they covered. Cool. I don't know if you guys really care too much about the building details or building or anything like that. To
1: me, it's all stuff that is teasing me because I'm not going to get to play it for a while. <laughs> That's why I've been like, I don't need to see any of this stuff. It's just going to make me want to play this stuff. Uh, I'm just, I not know it's already going to be good. Although that, that no going back in the
2: pipe thing is, is kind of weird. Um, uh, well, it's, just I can you can't, it's basically just can't stack two different pipes on the same <laughs> tile. So it like looks like you come out of one pipe, and then if you hit down, you can technically enter a different pipe because you had two pipes like on the same space. Ah, uh, well, that might be that might be changed. They might they might fix that There's updates. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they can fix that. But yeah, that, it was pretty much overlapping pipes, which made it look like you were coming out of the same one, not actually couldn't go back in one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's.
1: I can't. I can't wait because it's so close. I mean, just a few days. But I'm. I'm
0: trying not to want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Uh, yeah, I thought the most interesting thing that they they showed off, and and I've seen in other things too, is that you can't that they don't allow the stacking of the enemies. Um, in the in the three D world, like that's. I don't know. It just seems interesting. It's, it's like a thing of Mario maker that you've been able to do that. And, and people have kind of built worlds around that and levels and everything. And to not be able to do that is, is weird. I'm sure there's some sort of, you know, technical reason, or maybe just a philosophical reason that they chose not to do that. But um, that was one of the things that I thought was, was a little weird, um, that they weren't able to do that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much I'll be playing around with that style. I mean, I've <coughs> always loved playing around with the uh, Mario Three and Mario World the most. So, the, is there any confirmation if you could give the cat
1: uh acorn to enemies and turn them into cat versions of themselves?
2: Yeah, they've already um, said they can't do that, so doesn't what? do that. That's yeah, there's, so there's, stupid. There's a separate element for like the bonsai build, the cat version, and a uh, separate. Is there cat um, Goombas? no there's not
1: that's just that's <laughs> criminal that's it i'm canceling yeah. my pre-order <laughs> yeah make sure that, that'll make sure you won't play it then <laughs> yeah now i'm happy because my wife loves cat goombas and she's gonna be devastated to find out no cat goombas in this game
0: uh of all the things to make it cancel there you go to do it uh-huh. <laughs>
1: then
2: you'll miss out on that um unlimited edition stylus that you got what oh, about what true. about the stylus?
1: I got the stylus coming.
2: Yeah, but you won't be able to use it. You
1: yeah, if you cancel it, you well, won't you get it. it. You, 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 well, no, I just can't. I, I mean, I just won't
2: play it.
0: <laughs> I have to get it. I'm going for the full set. <laughs> but, but Nintendo. So for first, no stylus in America. Now, no Cat Goomba. I know they're just they're they're terrible right now. <laughs> well, at least it's not exclusive to uh, Nintendo Japan and Europe. <laughs> like yeah, only they everybody get everybody there nobody gets cat <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean it's also disappointing that the
2: mystery mushroom's not coming back or like the lanky skinny mario i mean that stuff helped make the mario one style more unique but it's like
0: uh one two three four days
2: away <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah i've already wow. pre- pre-downloaded just waiting for that uh,
0: activation key for the download, nice, nice. I think uh, I, I keep going back and forth. If I'm in a physical, I think this will, will be one of the ones that I do digital because I I would want it at the at my fingertips at all times, Um because I like Barry disagrees. He wants more physical, but but I've I've kind of now gotten to a a more uh, there's reasons behind what I do, and if, especially for the games that I want, just I want to be able to boot up right away, um, and I don't have to. You know the the hassle of putting a cartridge in and everything like a like Back a caveman. Day, yeah, we <laughs> up <to my> <laughs> That's right. That's, that's, that's crazy. Year. No, no, that's that's crazy talk. Why would t- someone take a whole you know ten seconds to open a box and put a cartridge in and take the... That's just you entitled yes, millennial. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> See, I do have to agree with that. Now I have to like
2: take off like my case and then I have to like. That's kind of a hassle, and then I have to open up the slot. And what is like this world coming
1: the, to? God push,
2: forbid.
1: Push the cartridge down, take it out. So much work. Right. You know, know, I'm really surprised you guys don't have feeding tubes because all that extra work to make the food or buy the food and then take it and you have to eat it and you chew it and the motion of chewing and swallowing. Oh my God. And you want to drink, you got to pick it up. It's separate as opposed to just going right in. You don't have to stop what you're doing. You just get a feeding tube and you'd be good. I didn't know that
0: was a possibility. All right. It (laughs) is a possibility. Put your food in a blender and we're good to go. Um, but you don't need to taste it, though. I guess if there was a, I mean, cartridges taste bad, so like you can't. <laughs> well, you don't need to taste it. You, it's all going into your your stomach. You know, you're getting your
1: nourishments. You're fine. Why take the extra time? You could, you could be playing your digital Mario Maker 2 while you're eating a cheesesteak by having the the blended cheesesteak go into your stomach just like that. Like,
0: oh, cool. This is awesome. Save time. You really – you got a point. Even Ryan agrees with you. Yeah. he's. I think he really agrees with you the other way around. But yeah. I'm, I'm going to take this out of context. <laughs> <laughs> he, he agrees with you. Yeah, let's just put it right in. <laughs> oh wait, no, he says that's an excellent idea. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, keep
1: reading. Keep reading is excellent idea. <laughs> oh, totally out of context. We're just gonna take right there that that that
0: first <laughs> line. <That's, laughs> that first he said line. it's an excellent idea.
2: <laughs> but Barry, the critical thing is how can you change the game when you're sitting on the toilet?
0: Good point. You don't want to get past poss- the possibility of dropping that thing, you know, where it shouldn't be.
1: Well, it, if you you shouldn't be dropping it, you have a you have a you know you a counter right there. You put it. Down. I don't have a counter in mine. You don't have a counter in your bathroom?
0: Well, in one of them, I don't.
1: No. Well, then you know what? <laughs> you, you, install the you, counter. You you have well not only has to install a counter. Your pants kind of create their own <laughs> counter when they're at your your ankles, right? So you put the switch nestled into your pants that holds it. And then you take you a take little thing that came with your case, right, that holds your Switch cards, and you take that out of one of your pockets of your pants, and you pull the card out you want, you swap it, and then you go back to playing. Simple as that. What if the game you want to play is not on your person? Mm. Then you better finish your sh- quickly so you can play the
0: game. <laughs> 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 oh, well... <laughs> That's. that's, uh, that's enough hey, funny, you funny you brought talk. this on. That's this a, is all you. Wait, I didn't. I, yes, I did. Greg. Greg Greg brought up the. Oh, whoever <laughs> brought the bathroom, it wasn't me. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> let's. <laughs> Let's move on because we're gonna be playing this game. Uh, but in our next podcast, uh, we'll actually—at uh, least Greg and I—will have a chance to uh, talk about it. Uh, on our next podcast, and we'll see if if Barry Let's gets tell the Barry name. all about <laughs> it. <time. laughs> hey, no that's what you could do, Barry. There's there's where you get your Super Mario Maker Two time in. You have to you have to take breaks from Final Fantasy to 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 do that. So nope. that's when you get your Mario there, Maker Two. There's time no in. breaks. It is There's number no break. Mario Maker it's, two. It's ordering the food. Like it's like, it's I think it, I think it's, just, it's built in. It's it's Mario Maker 2. Nope. So it's for number nope. two. Yeah. Nope. <laughs>
1: nope. Nope. Only only if only if Greg plays in
2: the bathroom with cartridges. Only then. So have my... okay, I'm taking it. <laughs> if I'll get him to play this game then. I do have some cartridges I could put in. But, but it's I'm gotta be a physical
1: Mario Maker two.
2: I've already bought the that digital is...
0: version. Oh, that's just too All bad. Right. Here's what we do. Like, <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening, you're watching later, throw it <laughs> in the comments. Give give great very give amazing <laughs> reasons why he needs to play Mario Maker on the toilet. That's what <laughs> we need to do. Because like, <laughs> <like>, <I, laughs> he needs to. So that way we can actually talk about it next time. I'm
1: totally going to make a terrible level just about you and. Or something and upload it because clearly Nintendo will allow that. There you go. It could be a it's toilet level. We'll call yeah. it Steve. Uh, it take rhyme. a down.
2: No, it wouldn't even pass the
0: upload for the language in it. That's true. That's true. Uh, well, uh, you may be able to. <laughs> <play>. Poor <Jakester>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he just came back. Oh, man, Jakes, uh, you're going to have to rewatch this when we're done. Oh. <laughs> you missed out. Jakes, you here's here's the deal, though. You may be able to play Mario Maker 2 on the toilet even smaller soon, because I don't know why anybody would want to do that. Uh, I'm giving <laughs> segues. Uh, so segue into the fact that we've got more rumors and <clears throat> uh, potential news about... Um, actually maybe coming out and things have been kind of going back and forth. Um, we, we known about the wall street journals, um, uh, leaks or their their sources saying that there's apparently two new models coming uh, this year and and we've talked about it, we've speculated about there being a pro model and a mini model and, and if they're both going to come out this year or one's going to come out than the other or whatever that's going to look like, uh, we have no idea Nintendo has not said anything about this. This is only um, coming from from sources that, that are familiar with the matter and um, from some companies that make accessories. Uh, <coughs> for for these um consoles and sometimes there's some leaks here and there sometimes we we hear things uh that that are then eventually debunked and and we nothing nothing came about that, and this is actually kind of one of those stories um, that we heard about some stuff, and then it seems like those weren't actually true. But now some things are popping up again. Um, it seems like Hansan is an accessory uh, company. Nintendo Life talked to them, uh, and they said they they're kind of putting out these these stuff. It's it's kind of secretive. But they they can adjust it uh, the the final products eventually because they know this is happening so they're kind of just working on stuff right now to kind of get it ready. Um, But yeah, we don't really know nothing. Nintendo hasn't confirmed anything, but it kind of seems like from these production companies and accessory companies, it seems like things might be happening. Um, Let's just I mean, again, we don't know anything for sure. But uh, but anything in particular uh, that that I don't know? Do you think this is the the final like I don't know nail in the coffin, so to say, for you guys like finally believing like yes, this is definitely happening. This is all I needed. And or are you, are you still a little I don't know skeptical that this is actually going to happen? What do you think, Greg?
2: I never really was against it like actually happening. I just didn't like the idea of having to purchase another council. I didn't think it was not going to happen. At- any point i mean they've really gotten used to doing these multiple iterations with like the 3ds that really proved that way through but i don't know if it's a mini or a pro but obviously it'd be nice to get like a pro one but i don't know if it'll be worth the money that they'll want to charge for it and then if they're gonna try and segment again and only have certain games only on it then they'll tie my hands in that way which i don't hope that happens but it probably will yeah Yeah,
0: Barry. It seems like a lot of people are thinking this is going to be that cheaper um, iteration, kind of like the 2DS of the 3DS line and everything. Um, Maybe you know if it would be a little more kid friendly kind of device, um, something that's a little cheaper for for the younger kids and stuff. Um, Do you think these possible leaks is that are are they true? Do you think or
1: I don't like to put much faith in these quote unquote leaks because while some of them of course, have come true. Some of them, and more often than not, have not. Uh, I do think there will be a Switch Mini, and I do think there will be a Switch Pro. When they come out, I'm not sure. I do think we will. if we see a Switch Pro will come this upcoming holiday, I think that they will position it <clears throat> to compete with the PS5 and the Xbox 2 or 4 or the 11080 or whatever they're going to call it. Um, I do think it would make more sense to, to lay it out. Like if they put out a switch pro this holiday, they would be more powerful, but it will be instantly passe by next holiday in terms of power. And they want to get as close to that as possible. If they put out a switch pro switch mini seems more likely to come out sooner because I don't think the switch mini will have updated capabilities. In fact, I think if anything, it'll be downgraded capabilities to keep it cheaper. Uh, who knows? They might take things out. Uh, like obviously, the Joy Cons wouldn't detach. Uh, that means no IR camera. That means probably no HD rumble. Maybe no NFC chip reading support. Like really, just trim it down. Um, I think they need to. If they do a Switch Mini, they need to launch it at one forty nine ninety nine or cheaper. I think that's a pipe dream, but I think that's the smartest way to get in there. Definitely advertise it uh, more towards children, the, the the children's model. Maybe do some kind of Nerf thing, like a, like a case so to protect it from drops. Maybe like um, like a fold over, like the old PDAs used to have, where you had like the the heavy leather that would come over the screen and you flip it back to protect the screen.
0: Oh, um, of those a maker <clears throat>
1: model. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I do, too. Um, in fact, I forgot all about them until I was uh, unpacking our Zodiacs, and I was like, holy crap, I totally forgot the Zodiac had one of those. That's really cool. Um, why is this not on more platforms? Um, yeah, I I think it's possible. I don't know how good these leaks are. The reason I say that is is on a, I think it was Amazon Germany or Amazon Dutch or something like that has a listing for Banjo-Kazooie on the Switch. Like, okay is this a leak is this just someone fooling around is this someone that saw the direct and didn't know what the hell they were doing so they just programmed something in uh no one knows i i don't take any stock in these leaks at all it, it could be literally anything uh, i think we've had this conversation on here before about possible switch mini i think we predicted it multiple times in our uh beginning of the year shows that this is going to be the year we see a switch mini uh i i think if it happens it's gonna happen next year. I don't think. I doubt it was gonna happen this holiday. It could, it could, but I, I doubt it at this point. It's too late. It's, it's already, you know, almost July. But they could have this surprise Black Friday switch mini, go crazy, one forty nine ninety nine and people are killing each other over the switch mini yeah
0: i totally agree i think they should they should definitely launch the pro if it does in fact come before before the mini um for sure because i think it just makes sense um for so many different reasons um but uh yeah i guess we'll see um, before we we wrap up and and talk about uh, a bunch of other stuff, um, like where we're looking forward to playing and all that things, um, I do want to remind everybody just one more time, if you haven't subscribed to Nintendo Fuse on uh, YouTube or your favorite podcast app, make sure you do that. Make sure you uh, hit that bell on YouTube to be alerted every time we post a new video and every time we go live. Uh, hit that like button. That'd be it's really, really helpful for us um, to for help other people find uh, Nintendo Fuse channel, and uh, that'd be really great. And be sure to connect with us uh, throughout the week um, between podcasts and everything on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Nintendo Fuse, um, and you can also find our Discord. Um, and that link will be in the show notes as well. So uh, yeah, let's let's talk about what we're looking forward to playing over the next couple weeks uh, beyond Super Mario <coughs> Maker. Um, is there is there anything else? To be Beyond super mario maker greg or is that that pretty much it
2: it's probably will be it i mean i might be revisiting some of the games that i've already played and talked about earlier today but in terms of other new games i'm probably not going to be getting anything in the immediate future at least between mario maker and then um fire emblem i don't know i'll have to see if there's anything else that grabs my attention
0: very. I know. I know you're gonna be pretty busy with uh, some Final Fantasy and not Mario Maker. But uh, anything else you might be playing, maybe? Um, my Bloodstained Kickstarter came in today for the Switch because, of course, it comes.
1: The Switch version comes a week after the PS4 and Xbox One versions. And I paid sixty dollars for, a, or so it was, only a thirty dollars additional for a, a glorified slipcover and uh, supposedly some exclusive DLC, which isn't in the game yet. Um, but I've been looking forward to this game a lot. I love Metroidvanias. I love the 2D Castlevanias. And uh, I'm hoping to start it tomorrow and finish it by Thursday. So I'm going to try to put in a lot of time into it because once Friday hits, like all other games outside of Dragalia, and even that is going to take a hit,
0: uh, are going to go away for a little bit. Uh, looks like in the chat, um, Jakester wants to finish Hat in Time on Steam, and then he wants to go back to Xenoblade 2 uh Ng plus and um Ryan's looking forward to bloodstained as well. Um so you, you guys can chat about bloodstained um and uh, also Hollow Knight and sure. Enter the Gungeon. So Cool. Like okay, you guys are looking forward to some big games. Uh, of course, I'm looking forward to some Super Mario Maker two, and I'm also looking forward to a little game that might take some time away. Called uh, it comes out on July first. Called uh, Redneck Skeet Shooting. Yeah, that's gonna that's that's top of the list for sure. Um, yeah, that's that might be game you definitely want to take a break from Final Fantasy for uh, Barry Redneck you know Skeet Shooting. Is that a sequel to the uh, Redneck Wii games that are out? I actually don't know. Yeah, I just I just thought it was interesting when I was looking through the list, um, but I, I I don't know if it is or yeah, there or are not. two redneck games on the Switch on the on the Wii. So I'm curious if it's a sequel oh, on the Wii, but not even not the Wii U. Didn't make, no. make the Wii U. Huh? No. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Wii U got a, a system update, I guess today. <laughs> so up, update your Wii U, um, all five of you that are still playing it. Mine's still hooked up. <laughs> Mine's still hooked um, up. I, it wasn't <clears> for a long time. <clears throat> There's still some Mario Maker 1 challenges to check out, so you can get
2: your skills all practiced for, for the new one. It includes go. Barry. Barry can load up the Wii
0: U to play Mario I'm playing Maker Blood 1 Stand while he's waiting for Blood Stand, He can play <laughs> no, Kickstarter's no. It. Mario Maker 1 while he's at number one and then... Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> what is really um, uh, uh, wrong really uh, with you, Steve? He uh, <laughs> oh, my God. This trip to Hawaii has really screwed with your head. Jake's journeyed. Oh, my um, God. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, look,
0: there's Roth. Oh, Roth. <laughs> Roth, you're at the end, man. Roth, how's it going? Uh, Quick, what are you looking forward to play this week other than yeah, Super Mario Maker 2? Tell yeah. us, tell us, tell us. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'm also, I'm, I'm looking forward to making some more progress through Let's Go uh, finally uh, as well. And I'll be playing through some of the other the other games that I've been playing recently too and kind of finishing up some of those, uh, try to get a little further in in Cuphead and um, revisiting some of those because I'll be writing some reviews about um, pretty much all the games that I've been playing recently. So, um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm going to, I've got a lot of things to do, before uh, before Friday when when Mario Maker Two comes out for sure, and then I'll just be busy playing all of Greg's levels. So um, so get making them quick, Greg, because oh, I'm, I'm going to make like three or four and then call it be quits done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the shout's done. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, thank you guys so much for for joining us in uh in the chat um live it's been it's been awesome to uh to just just to chat with you guys throughout the entire uh episode um again if you haven't subscribed make sure you do that hit that bell hit the like button that'd be awesome share us with others and uh and join us on social media especially in in discord uh we'd love to uh chat with you guys in between all the episodes that'd be be awesome so greg and barry it's been Always amazing to uh, to chat with you guys. Games tonight, especially you know some other things tonight. That <laughs> great. Yes, yes, you really
1: have a good potty mouth tonight, Steve. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: We get that bar of soap. Someone get that bar of soap. <laughs> we'll uh, see you. Our next podcast is going to be on July 8th, I believe, uh, is the the next, um, you know, not next Monday because it's July 1st, but July 8th. So uh, right after uh, America's Independence Day on July 4th. So I guess uh, a happy early independence to all you Americans. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you on July 8th on our next episode. See you then. Have a great one, guys. Take care.